episode of V-Pirate Radio. It's been a few hot minutes since we've last gathered and actually recorded something. Um, I think that's mainly due to all of us having busy schedules lately and the holidays. And, you know, it only takes one of us not showing up to not be able to do this. So excited to uh, be on the phone with all you guys. Um, I don't know if maybe we just uh, go around and everybody say hi, um, but my name is Brian Knudsen, and um, I guess I, I don't want to say I lead this group by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm usually the first one to talk. Um, so yeah, it's like I said, holidays were crazy. Um, you know, work has been particularly intense, especially since the new year for me. Um, it's been kind of wall-to-wall meetings. I my kids used to say when they were younger, when people would ask what I did for a living, they would say, oh, daddy goes to meetings. And I always thought of that as a joke until this month, well, the month of January, when that seemed to literally be my job was just to go to meetings. And it kind of turned my heart a little bit darker, I'll be honest. Um, and unfortunately, not a lot of them could be emails. Um, some of them could be, but you know, we work in a very collaborative environment. So getting getting on with coworkers when we all work remote is is critically important and unfortunately that means a lot more meetings than maybe we were used to before but yeah so just heads down trying to trying to get some products launched um is has been a big focus for mine um Jim I know that you've been plagued with the same with the same yep. uh similar issues there but uh why don't you say hi hey how's it going Brian and by the way I'm going to lead with something controversial I think it's going to be the controversial item for 2023. I'm currently wondering if Brian's shirt is blue or green. Um, yeah, <laughs> way. Lighting makes a difference. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so same kind of boat as for, for those that don't know, Brian and I work together all the way down to working in the same team. And uh, yeah, it's been... What was before a lot of meetings, been an insane number of meetings and getting some products out the door. And uh, I've had a lot of uh, R&D style testing going on the last week or two. So, yeah, man, it's been uh, it's been a lot, but it's it's so good to talk to all of you. I've missed you. Uh, and uh, yeah, good to talk. Matt, you want to go next? Yeah, sure. It's uh been a while that's for sure it's uh you know been fairly busy as of late Got a very large product launch coming up and um many many long days that being said it is kind of cool from my end seeing the you know the changes and things i used to complain about as a customer i'm actually having the chance to change those now right so that's uh that's pretty cool um some back-to-back travel Spent an unexpected day in Halifax last week. Cool. If you want to buy a lobster right at the airport, they'll package it right up for you. Um, for that, spent some time in Eurovan. Lots of stories from there that, uh, I don't know, get a couple of beers into me at some point. And we can talk about sketchy taxi rides and dystopian futures in some cases. But uh, yeah, you know, that's a nutshell what I've been up to. Were you able to buy any hotels for a nickel mat? Because that's that's kind of what's I for me. Uh, I you know what so I did not intentionally try to, 
That being said, I've still got no idea what the currency conversion was because one night I ended up buying four or five beers at a bar for me and someone else. And next day I checked my Amex and it was like three bucks. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best. So maybe the hotel was thrown in for free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'll know next year when it shows up on his tax records, you know. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I've just been actually enjoying downtime, actually not having travel for a while. Um, came back right before the holidays, and I I swear my brain is still in last year. Um, it'll probably catch up by, like, May, hopefully. Um, so, yeah, I've just been heads down doing stuff around the house, trying to get back into the swing of things at work. Uh, we're ending our fiscal year right now, um, and still trying to get stuff going for planning and everything for next year. So yeah, it's been kind of all over the map for me. Um, Matt, I, I thoroughly look forward to actually getting beers in you at some point, because that means, you know, hopefully we'll be taking our own sketchy taxi ride somewhere, you know, yes, North America <laughs> yes. or elsewhere. So uh, that, that, That's a great thing about sketchy taxi rides is they can happen at pretty much any city. Even the better if you land at the airport like midnight or something, right? Like oh, the, the the adventure yeah. writes itself at that point. One thousand percent better with a friend, though. Yeah, so I will, <laughs> and safer. I, I, I will put a fork on the idea of the sketchy taxi ride and something that Brian and I got to enjoy last week, which was a sketchy Uber ride, um, where the gentleman showed up with a car that the entire right side of the car was bondoed and then spray painted over. <laughs> had the <laughs> marker reflector things over each of the wheel wells on the bumper. He had a knit um, like cover for his trailer hitch, like somebody crocheted that stuff. <laughs> and then inside there was uh, a wide array of LED lighting in places that cars do not naturally have LED lighting. And as the piece de resistance on top of it, the gentleman was wearing a safety reflective vest. Hey, safety first. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, clearly this guy, while he's on his lunch break from working on the railroad or something, <laughs> decides to drive people around. Um, as and, and, and you missed the funnest part for me, which is that he was driving as, uh, as an XL with a seat that was he had to fold up and... <laughs> Barely gave my my calves enough space. Yeah, nice. Yeah, uh, it yeah, it, uh, was... it was an entertaining one. Well, to, to give you an idea of my taxi ride from uh, the airport in your van, so it wasn't my expense report, but uh, the taxi driver only accepted cash. He was end up paid twenty American dollars and ten euros, so a mix of currencies that he was happy to take. And the um, expense that was submitted for our you know, internal team was basically a picture of cash in hand. Because <laughs> conveniently, he forgot his receipt book. But he did let us know, hey, you know what? If you guys want to lift back to the airport, call me. I'll bring my receipt book that time. We did it's not good, use him again. Right, yeah, no. yeah. It's a good thing you're used to, you work for a company that is used to dealing with those areas of the country. Eastern Europe is different let's uh <laughs> that, that that's not a knock against it right but as someone who's only ever been to you know like uk or prague or something like that it's uh it's different that's for sure so it's an experience yeah 
that's still happy that's I did what it. we put up with travel. Yep. Because of the experiences yep. like that. Yep. The stories you get to tell after the fact. Yeah. And if anybody who thinks that travel is glorious for work needs to hear those stories and actually listen to them and put themselves in your shoes and realize that, yeah, it's not, not yeah. really as sexy as people seem to think. Any, anyone who thinks that travel for work is glorious has never done it. Yeah. It's yep. good on occasion, but when you have to do it a lot, it starts to wear on you. That's what I'm kind of looking at. March and March and April is going to be a very high travel couple months for me. And I'm starting to dread it already. Yeah. It was, it, it's been a lot, like I said, and we just had the one, you know, I, I ended last year. I'm not normally a person that business travels much. And I think the, the second half of last year, I had at least one work travel per month and um, like of, of, of sizable, I've got to get on an airplane level travel. And a couple of the months I had, to, I had a couple of them. And then I was like, okay, this year I'm slowing my roll. Well, my myself i'm already into at least four trips <laughs> through through oh, starlink strikes Don't again now yeah. they're recording without uh, west virginia internet <laughs> this podcast oh. interrupted by the Whoa. internet in west virginia and for Dude. our listeners jim's gone gray in the window it's disappeared <laughs> <laughs> can you guys hear me thanos took him out with a snap <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys hear me? The question's going to be, when his video comes back, is he going to be wearing a hoodie in a uh, school parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I turned off the video hoping it would make it better, but if it's not getting better, then it's what it is. We can at least hear you now. That's an improvement. Well, that's good. Right. We like this. This is what we're looking for. So I'll give you my 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 actual... So that was the funny story of my travel. The My little rant that I have from... The, that from that travel, but also the last time I went to Houston, twice now I have tried to fly home from Houston and on American Airlines. And because I'm going to name names, this is how I roll. And you can look at the flights leading into the flight home. And like the first flight of the day was delayed an hour. So it makes sense that all the other flights are going to be delayed an hour or something adjacent to it. But instead, as it got to right before the flight that would immediately lead to mine, it starts in, they, they, they delay in 20 minutes. And so never, the anticipation like, of the story is killing yes, me. Right. It's the worst possible timing. Yeah, sorry. And it was like, so I had a one hour. God, is it that bad? We yeah, just we, missed the entire point of the story. And Jim Stark. <laughs> I give up. He just hey, we can hear you. You can? Yep. It's yeah. sounding better again. Okay. For now. Yeah. You know, all the kids coming home, eat, uh, uh, Daddy Starlink can't keep up uh, with the YouTube. And, um, but it was, uh, it was like I said, they just kept delaying it by 20 minutes, by 20 minutes, by 20 minutes. And I only had a one hour layover. And uh, I ended up getting all my cardio for like the first half of the year in um, <laughs> doing a uh, end of a terminal in Charlotte to end of E terminal in Charlotte sprint uh, and managed to make my flight with a grand total of a 14 minute layover, which I still don't really know how that worked. Um, 
but I'm thankful that it did. So I was able to get home, but yeah, it's that's twice in a row that I've had them do the exact same thing. And it's like, I'm paying how much money for this kind of quote unquote service. It's crazy. So I had a somewhat similar story getting to Houston last week. Only my sprinting was through DFW and I know it was right about 12 minutes it took me to go from gate to gate because um, I had my my headphones on and they were in shuffle mode on everything I had on my phone because I'm like, I just turn it on and go. And it happened to um, just as I walked off of the jetway and into the terminal and, and, you know, make that hard turn to go to the next to the next terminal. It started playing the um, the song that plays for the Death Star attack at the end of Star Wars A New Hope. <laughs> that song is 12 and a half minutes long. And when I walked on, after I scanned my boarding pass and got to the jet bridge, I pulled out my phone and I looked at 30 seconds left on that song. So I had the most epic soundtrack with which to power walk through DFW that had just the right, just the right moments of crescendo and decrescendo um because that song is up and down it it's a very wide range song that goes back and forth and you know if, if you can imagine the movie the the times when obi-wan is talking to him through the force type thing that it really decrescendos and it's like i got there and there was a restroom across the gate and i'm like okay i got just enough time they hadn't started boarding it so as soon as i get into the bathroom it decrescendos and it's just nice and quiet it's like okay it's time to calm down it was it was just it was too perfect i mean it was it was living your best life there right like (laughs) well i don't know if i would call it my best life but it was it made the best of the situation for sure um and and not that i really want to lay too much blame on american airlines because i've had similar problems with every other airline i've ever traveled on but that was also american airlines yeah well i was in boston last week and uh for reference it's like an hour and 10 minute flight for me to get to boston nice and close in theory so flew down there, had big storm roll through. Sure enough, I was supposed to fly back Wednesday. Flight was canceled. Fine, spend another night in Boston, grab a hotel closer to the airport. Cool, they got me going out. It's like 10 a.m., 10.30 a.m. next morning. Okay, wake up at 7, check my email. Oh, that flight's been canceled too. They want me to leave Friday at like 6 a.m. I'm like, oh. No, not going to happen. So I'll reach out to yard travel folks who are like, yeah, we could get you, uh, you know, it's a bit longer, about four and a half hours, go through Halifax and then fly to Toronto. So, you know, take an hour long trip and multiply it by four. Um, turns out there was 60 mile per hour winds and sheets of rain coming in in Halifax. And I was in a tiny little dash eight. Uh, the entire cabin was completely dead quiet. There were a couple of times where I thought, huh, this might have been a mistake, (laughs) right? Then I'm like, yeah, we're probably about 200 feet off the ground. It's worst case. You know, we hit the ground at this this rate. No, we'll probably be okay. Anyways, end up landing. (laughs) Turn my cell phone back on, you know, the data. It's like, cool, my incoming flight's like landing in two minutes. Get off. I have to do the whole customs thing, go to the desk, get a new uh, boarding pass just because of all the changes, blah, blah, blah. I'm walking to the lounge. I'm like, yeah, I'm only going to be here five minutes, grab a quick bite to eat, then turn around. They're like, oh, no, yeah, I guess you didn't hear. I'm like, what? Like, the plane that's supposed to take you back to Toronto, they had to turn around because the weather's too bad, and they went to Montreal. 
oh, that can't be good. Like, yeah, they're expected to be back at about 3.30. And this is like 12.30 in the afternoon. But it was okay for you to land. Yeah, in there. a little Dash 8. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. the Airbus 321 couldn't. So, but 10 minutes after that, it's like, oh, it's coming at 5.30. Hour after that, oh, it's coming at 7.30. So, spent the day in Halifax. <laughs> the day airport, that is. Hal effects. Yeah. As I've been raised as an American to, when in doubt, blame the French, maybe we can expand that to the French Canadians as well. So. No, you know what, though? Honestly, the, the most polite airport I've ever been to. Like, every single person, security, the desk, like, the lounge, everyone's like, oh, have a great day. Thank you. Like, it was just awesome. So, instantly, I'm actually going back there in April now. So, that was <laughs> confirmed this week. <laughs> Are you tempted to uh, buy lobsters the next time or what? Well, so, you know, I texted my wife. I'm like, hey, do you want some lobster? She's like, no. I'm like, Mike, buy it right here at the airport. They'll package it right up. <laughs> live? Please tell me you're going to take a live lobster in like a baggie like you would a betta fish on your airplane. <laughs> it's my emotional no. support lobster. Half <laughs> <laughs> get friend of the podcast, Tim Hudson up there. <laughs> yep. It's not a rock. It's a rock lobster. Yeah, it's all right. No, we'll, I'm just we'll, wanting to we'll see, you know, Matt trying to carry through the uh, cooler full of lobster that gets burst onto the uh, the baggage claim, similar to that person that had a cooler full of crabs and started scurrying yeah. off everywhere. I'm sorry, sir. You're going to have to get that lobster under the seat. <laughs> Mother effing lobsters on the mother... Uh... Joe, what's your horrible travel travail? I had scares almost not making it on a flight in uh, in LAX to my flight to uh, Sydney last year. That was that was fun. I got to sit there and wait while they shuffled, uh, I don't know, 25, 30 people off of a shuttle bus so that they could load me onto one to take me like the back route to the uh, international terminal and warn me, you know, Hey, here's a door right here. Just don't ask oh, wow. any questions. Open that door, run up like the maintenance stairwell and come out the side and you'll be right where you need to go. And I was like, yeah, this sounds totally like what you guys should be letting me do at an airport, you know, for international travel. Um, I had a similar experience in Madrid's airport where it was literally go walk past <laughs> that armed person yeah. with, with an automatic rifle. My only bad layover that I had, uh, uh, that was that was me trying to power my way through the airport was was making a, a flight change in Munich in December to try and get from uh, layover there from going from Denver to uh, Lisbon. And yeah, I think that took me 23, 24 minutes, including running, um, you know, upstairs. So that was fun. I will say that was one of the enjoyable parts of my sprint was. I, I'm well aware of the fact that I run like a clog, like a like a giant Clydesdale horse. And as I'm running along at various times, I come running and probably 15, 20 feet before I get somewhere, I, I see people start turning around and just getting the hell out of my way. <laughs> it's like, there's a large fat dude running at me. I got to get out of here. Uh <laughs> It's it's made all the better if you start oh screaming gosh. ahead of you make a hole. Yeah, that really gets people out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> make, make a hole or I will. Exactly. I've got a poop. Uh, Sorry. Uh, 
oddly specific, but I'll allow it. So I think this all goes to prove my 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 philosophy of no if if you can turn a bad travel experience or any bad experience really into a story that can make other people laugh. Yep. It will it will help to erode the pain of that mm-hmm. situation and eventually help you find at least some sort of silver lining in a situation that was horrible. And I won't get into it here, but I've I've got one that I could either make a a five minute story or I can easily take an hour to tell the story, which also involves the oh yeah, just go past that guy with the with the automatic rifle and <laughs> just act like you belong. It's all there. good. Right. Yeah. And and needless to say I didn't get shot, so I guess it worked, but it was not it was not the way I needed to end that day. N- note to listeners, that is not legal advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah. 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 I mean ultimately it, it really comes down to, you know, um yeah, h- how you look at things. You know, yeah, I had a wicked long day in Halifax. It, it took me from the time I left my hotel in Boston to the time I got home was essentially the same amount of time that it took me to fly to Yerevan, which is like halfway around the world for me, right? Yeah, I could be all grumpy and stuff like that. At the end of the day, I got here safe. You know, it's not like I was stuck in, you know, scorching hot sun or other than the freezing cold. Um, was I tired? Yeah. Did I want to be home? Yeah. But you know what? It's a story. Right, you know, you you get you sit around, you tell these stories. It's just one more to tell, and uh, now I know what to expect next time I'm in Halifax. Yeah, I got to see an airport you don't normally get to see. Well, I guess we'll we'll maybe call it there, um, just because we've gone a little over twenty minutes now, and it's been a while, so um, we weren't sure if this was actually going to turn into a good episode or not. But I think we we didn't talk much tech, but we definitely talked the, the life of uh, a technologist, at least on the vendor side with, with travel stories and whatnot. So been a real pleasure to see you all again. Um, hopefully we don't wait months until the next time. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have the opportunity to maybe record one in person. That would be crazy. That possibility exists. Coolio. Well, thanks everybody. And, and we hope everybody has safe travels and, um, you know, no matter how bad those travels get, figure out what your story is and, and make it a fun one to tell your friends. But with that, we will say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.